Okay, so here is um, Jay Gruden of the formerly of the Washington Redskins has been fired. He was fired Monday in the midst of yet another disappointing season. My Patriots knocked him off 33 to 7, which made the Redskins 0 5. It became clear he would not continue as a team's coach beyond this year. Team owner Daniel Snyder and team president Bruce Allen met with Gruden early Monday morning at Redskins Park to deliver the news. Through the first five games of the 2019 season, the team has clearly not performed up to expectations. And we all share in that responsibility, the team said in a statement. Moving forward, we are committed to doing all that we can collectively as an organization to turn things around and give our Redskins fans and alumni a team they can be proud of in 2019 and beyond. Redskins assistant head coach slash offensive line coach Bill Callahan will be interim head coach. Allen confirmed Monday. So under Dan Snyder, um, they've had five playoff appearances. And by the way, this, this is from ESPN. Their win percentage is, they're not even 50% at, they're not even at 500. They're 429 in win percentage. They've had 20 starting QBs and they've had eight head coaches. Do you want to know what that is, ladies and gentlemen? That's just bad leadership. That's just bad leadership. Because, see, here's what, here's the thing. Success starts from the top. Whatever, here's the thing. Whatever's going on at the top, it flows downward. Okay? Dan Snyder's at the head. And he's been at the head since 99. So he's, so ever, so 20 years. You've had five, five playoff appearances. You've won 43% of your games. You've had 20 starting QBs. You've had eight head coaches. To make a decision, this is back in the article, to make a decision like this is difficult, but it was necessary. Our 0-5 start is not just disappointing. We've had much different expectations for the beginning of this season, Allen said. We owe it to our fans, our millions of fans, not just here in the, in the great nation's capital, but across the world. The players, the coaches, and the families to do everything we can to win. A source, know, a source who knows Snyder well and is aware of his top picks for Gruden's replacement told ESPN's Ed Werner that any... List of candidates would include Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin. Uh, I don't think that's that's not going to happen. Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive coordinator Todd Bowles. That's a big. That'd be a big mistake in my opinion. And Kansas City Chiefs offensive quarter Eric Bieniemy. Never heard of this guy. Speculation on Gruden's possible firing began to surface before before a week four loss to the New York Giants and and intensified. Gruden had one more year remaining on his contract after this season because of a two-year extension he signed during that 2016 offseason. He's owed $5 million for 2020. 
The Redskins retained Gruden in part because of their record after nine games last year. When numerous injuries started to hit, they were 6-3 and three when quarterback Alex Smith suffered a broken leg in a loss to Houston that might have ended his career. They ended up starting three more quarterbacks last season and finished 7-9, and nine, but the organization felt it could return to that higher level with good health and one or two moves, so it gave Gruden one more chance. Gruden lasted longer than any of Snyder's six other coaching hires, with none coaching longer than four years under him. Gruden, who was in his sixth season, who was in his sixth season, has a 35-49-1 record in Washington. It starts at the head. It starts at the head. You can't you can't be here's the thing. When you're at the top, you can't expect if you you can't expect garbage to go into the into the machine and out comes gold bars of gold. This starts with Dan Snyder. You you have you have you have a history of mediocrity is not even the right word. You have a history of you, a history of losing. You, you're a loser. You're a loser. And am I okay? Am I saying Dan Snyder needs to sell the team? I'm not saying that. I don't want to tell people. I don't like telling people what to do with their money. Um. But Dan Snyder has to make a change. Clearly, there's coaching. There's you know being a general manager. There's there's so many other things. There's players involved. But here's the thing. Players come and go. Coaches come and go. Coordinators come and go. Ball boys come and go. GMs come and go. This 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 is this is at the head. It it's like this. When you're at the top, when you're when you're at the top and you're saying, you know, it's it's all these it, when you're saying that it's all these other factors and you're saying, oh, you know, there, there's you know, I'm I'm not really sure what the problem is. All you got to do is just look at what's look at what's constant. What what is because you have all these other variables and variables are things that change. What is the constant? The constant is Dan Snyder. Something's not working here. I'm no football aficionado, but I do understand this. So, you know, the Redskins are likely to have, they're highly likely to have, um, they're probably going to have the number one pick. Okay, they're 0 and 5, they're garbage, they're um you know their their season is over. Their season is over because you're not gonna go from 0 and 5 and you're already super dysfunctional. You got a rookie quarterback in Dwayne Haskins who went number here yeah, here it is in the article, number fifteen. You're you're not you're not just gonna all of a sudden just turn it around. Um, this season is pretty much over. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that they should just give up. I'm not saying that. But Redskin fans, 
I actually, I just realized, I don't know any Redskins fans. Anyway, but Redskins fans, nothing's happening this year. I, th- I think you knew that weeks before, but it, it, you know, it's just, it's just not holding up here. It's not holding up here. Um, I just, I, I mean, so you, you've had Gruden, Norv Turner, Marty Schottenheimer, Jim Zorn, and Mike Shanahan. Spurrier and Joe Gibbs resigned. It it it's it's just it's just not it's just not okay. This is just not okay. Dan Snyder, you you have to change something concerning yourself. You have to change the way you are running the Redskins. We've had it we have we've had twenty we've had a twenty year sample size. That's large enough. That's big enough to look at and say, oh, okay, you know, um, this, this, that, that this isn't working. That's really all I have to, all I have to say about this. I don't know where the Redskins are going to go from here. Um, but I, this, you can also tie this in to, you know, a life lesson. You know, look, you know, look at what you're doing in your life and just look and see what you've done. See where you're at. If you're in a garbage situation, if you're in a garbage situ- shit situation, <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why I just struggled with that word. If you're in a garbage situation, look at yourself and say, "Okay, what? How did I get here?" Or not even a gar, or not even just a bad situation. Look at any situation that you're in and just say, "Okay, how did I get here? What is the overall trend of my life? Where am I going? Am I going up? Am I am I have I plateaued? Am I going down? Am I going?" Do I have highs and lows? Um, well, obviously I have highs and lows, but you know, are you are you spiking and plummeting? Um, you know, you know, what are you doing? Like, what is your overall trend? Remember, you are in control of your life. There's only there's only one person that can that can live your life, and that is you. So you have to look at yourself and say, okay, have I am I doing everything I can? To be in the best possible situation. Have I have I done everything I can do to improve my lot? And when you're there at the bottom and you're there, you know, just swinging low and just striking out and all of these things, and you're just having bad luck, um, you just you can't get a break and just you have all these problems. Look at yourself before you, before you look at others. Now, I already wasn't a fan of Jay Gruden. But Jay Gruden wasn't there for 20 years. Dan Snyder was. Look at yourself. How old are you? I myself, I'm 20 years old. Overall, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of great things going for me right now. As you guys know, um, I've got the book coming out. Um, I'm doing I'm doing a lot of things. I've got a lot of um, I've got a lot of different uh, businesses going on. And so it just you know it's a matter of time before we see you know how successful they're going to be. But the, but you know that's just kind of what I want to go from here. Just just look at yourself and say, okay, you know what what's going on with my life and what do I want to what what do I want to do with this? What do I want to do with this? Because remember remember you can't. Remember, for it's like this. Fortune. This this is my fr- this is my friend's favorite saying. Um, fortune favors the bold. So, 
there are people who in their life they they went out on a limb and they said you know what i'm gonna try it it may be unpopular it may it may not be well liked um but i'm gonna i'm gonna go out and try it and just see what happens that's what that and you know they failed and then they failed again they failed again they failed again and then they found something and eventually succeeded and it just took off but overall, I'm just saying, you know, just just take a lot of your life and just take responsibility for your life. Now, I will concede there are some things that are that are out of your control. That is that is a part of life. But most things, most things, I would say 95% of what happens in your life is your is on you. Your success is because of you. Your failures are because of you. You know, overall your health is because of you. Now, genetics do play a factor, but as I, as I like to say, genetics load the gun. Lifestyle pulls the trigger. Anyway, that is that topic. Now, I want to go to this unfortunate story. This is, th- truly, this is unfortunate. I, 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 let me say this. Let me preface this. As you guys, as I've said before. I've never been to a house party. I've never been to anything like that. I've never, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do any of that. Um, but here's the situation. There was a 19-year-old girl who was trampled to death on the staircase at an overcrowded house party. Now, this 19-year-old girl is very pretty. She's very pretty. Her name is... Sophia Cristani. That's a pretty name. Pretty face, pretty name. She has braces. That's cute. Um, Nice hair. A very, very good looking girl. I don't know, you know, I don't know how smart she was or, you know, how she, how she did academically. But this was, this was a young girl who's gone because she was at a house party. Now, I'm not saying to, you know, avoid house parties. That's not what I'm saying at all. But here we go. A 19-year-old student attending a house party in New Zealand was crushed to death on a staircase where revelers were pushing and shoving in every direction. The victim, identified by Kiwi News Outlet stuff as Sophia Cristani, became buried under an avalanche of bodies Saturday night as partygoers trying to make their way up a staircase reportedly succumbed to those trying to make their way down, resulting in more than four dozen students crashing to the floor. Okay, this is just stupid. This is absolutely stupid. This is this is this is just dumb. You can't put this is a house. Okay? This is a house. You can't have You can't okay. So more than 4 doesn't so 48 people were on this staircase. You can't do that. You can't put that. That's just stupid. Now, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be real here. What likely happened? They were drinking, they were smoking. Um they were horny, they weren't thinking their uh inhibitions um were lowered. They just weren't the most reasonable people and this tragedy happened. This is this is really sad. This is this is terribly unfortunate. The tragedy occurred at the Manor Dormitory in the city of 
Dunedin. Never heard of that place. They started to fall backwards, and when the people at the top started falling, it was kind of like dominoes. Yep. It, it was just an it was just an accident waiting to happen. Everyone went I and I everyone went down, and the people at the bottom of the stairs just ended up in a pile of people. That's just that's just stupid. That, that's just that's just ab, that's just absolute garbage. Party goers were still trying to force their way into the home around midnight when police arrived, according to that appalled observer. Rescue workers unraveled the twisted bodies to find Cristani fatally injured and two other people seriously injured. So it was just a giant web of people just just stuck. They they couldn't get themselves out because they one the people at the bottom. Rip. I mean, you've got you've got you've got forty plus bodies on top of you. Just just one person is heavy. Two is even heavier. But we're talking like multiple bodies. That it's just it's just unfortunate. It's just unfortunate, and and it's so sad. And it's this could have been so easily preventable. So easily preventable. Cristani, who leaves behind a twin... Oh, she's got a twin sister. Okay, so there's someone... Okay, okay, well, remember that. Cristani, who leaves behind a twin sister, was remembered by former educator as a cheerful, positive, and personable young woman. You know, that's always... You know, death is very interesting. Whenever someone dies, we always talk about the good they did and just, you know, the joy they brought. I was talking, I was talking to my friend... To my friend uh, over the weekend, and we were talking about um, Selena. You know the 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 one who got blasted while wow, while she was young, and you know her career was on the on the upswing, and you know her life was ended short. And I was talking to her because we were listening to uh, what is that song? Bitty Bitty Bum Bum. That song, I think. We were listening to that, and I and I just said, you know. I was like, she was, I was like, she was, she was iconic, but I would say she's slightly overrated. And uh, eventually we talked about it and he said, he said, nah, man, she's iconic. Like, like compare anyone else to her. And I said, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying she's iconic, but because of, because of how she went out, because of death, because she was shot by, uh, if I if I remember correctly, it was one of her employees that just like lost it temporarily. I think if I don't remember the details, um, but I was like, you know, it's it. I was like, her her image now is just oh, is just overinflated. Now I'm not saying Sophia wasn't a cheerful, positive, or personable young woman. I'm just saying I find it interesting that people take um. We take, we take someone and we we make them seem like they're better than they actually were. You know, I, uh, well, let me keep going. Oh, she was also a dressmaker. Oh, wow. Okay, so she, you know, she had she had she had her own business. Okay, that's all right, Sophia. Um. The weekend, uh, so I guess 
this place was a hundred. So the place this the place that this happened at is a hundred and fourteen years old. And it's five bedrooms. It's a five bedroom, two level home that reportedly had a history of hosting parties. There were said to have been hundreds of attendees at the home on the night Kristani died. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Well, I shouldn't say that. People people die, you know, overall, overall. God knows when people are going to die, and you know He knows, He knows their He knows their time. So gone too soon doesn't really hold. But it's just you know this is someone this is someone who th- this is just, this is just unfortunate. I mean, she was pressed to death. She was she was crushed to death by hundreds of pounds of people worth of people. That is not. I mean, that's like. That have you ever seen the Crucible, where uh, Giles Corey is uh, he's getting he's getting tortured and he's getting they're torturing him by pressing him, and they just keep putting stones on him, and uh, he says the iconic line, he I he says the iconic line more weight, and uh, they keep adding you know they add another stone to him and then you know his body just gives out. Um, that that is a slow and painful death. So she, so her body was like compressed, and it hurt, and she was in pain because there were people on top of her. She couldn't breathe, so she probably started to hyperventilate because she started probably started to panic. That didn't help anything, and then she died. This is just it's this is this is sad to see. You know, I, I I'm gonna say this. I've never as as I as I said, I've never been to a house party. I've never done anything like that. But if you're gonna do it, be smart and be safe. Be smart and be safe. You know, don't get you know, don't get blackout drunk. If you're, whether you're a guy or a girl, you know, keep your wits about you. You know, don't go, don't go by yourself. Uh, you know, have a designated driver. Do all these things. Take precaution and, you know, th- this is, this is just dumb. This was an accident waiting to happen. You can't have 48 plus people going up and down a, one staircase in a home. It, it it, the place the place is 114 years old. It was just a matter of time before before the stairs gave out. How how sad how sad I I I've you know she's gone she's not coming back. Um. I hope I cer- here's the thing I certainly hope these people. Just learn. I hope certainly these people learn something. That's what I hope. And you know, you know, hopefully those other two that were seriously injured, um, hopefully you know they make it through their injuries and things don't get worse. But you know, if if you're gonna if you're gonna go to a house party, just be smart and be safe. 
I I I never understood the idea of going to a place or just or just getting drunk to the point where you can't remember something or just you know or just you know your inhibitions are just lowered to a point where you you're pretty much useless. I don't understand. I I I you know you can ha- I'm going to say this. You can have fun without getting drunk. You can have fun you can have fun without going to a party and if you go to a party I'm going to you know you can have fun just don't don't go crazy don't don't lose it just keep your wits about you. I uh, man th- th- this is this is this is sad to me. I mean I've I've Never seen a headline like this where someone gets crushed to death because of a house party. It's just sad. It's just sad. But anyway, you know, she's gone and that's it. Beautiful girl. Beautiful. Absolutely. Gone. All right. Bernie Sanders. Oh, let me let me say this. Let me let me let me start with this. I'm I'm glad and I'm grateful that Bernie Sanders is is okay. I'm glad he's healthy. I'm glad he's recuperating. I appreciate all of that. But we got to talk about it. This age thing. Bernie Sanders is 78. He's 78, I want to say. He I well, let me let me ask you guys this before I come before I make a before I make a conclusion. How do you how do you guys feel about How do you guys feel about age concerning a presidential candidate do you think there should be because I, I know people who think there should be an age limit and there are people who think that there should be an age minimum um I I, I gotta be real here I gotta be real here this this worries me and here and let, let me say this let me say this now I know Donald Trump I want to say this is just off the top of my head I think he's 70 I think he's either 70 or 71 here here's the way I look at the presidency when you are the president I believe it is your job to represent the country well in 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 every way possible so policy um, you know, looks. So that involves, you know, having a a nice body, you know, having a good body, being, you know, physically attractive, being physically in shape. One of the things I don't like about Donald Trump, and I mean, you guys know I'm right when you guys know I support Trump, but to me, I look at Trump and I compare him to Obama and it's like Obama had a nicer body. Obama exercised. Obama did all of those things. I look at Trump I'm like Trump, your gut is disgusting. It's just it's just 
it's just hanging over and it's just it's not it's not it's not becoming of someone of such a high office it's not i believe the president should be they need to be they need to be they need to be healthy they got they got to be in shape they have to eat well um you know I'm just, I'm not big, I'm not big on, you know, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of my thing with JFK. JFK was a good looking dude, but JFK had a lot of health problems. When you have a lot of health problems and you're up, you're up there in age and there, there are just certain things where I look at you, I'm like, you just, you, 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 you shouldn't be going for that because being the president is a stress, is it's a stressful job. It really is. And so you have this situation where, you know, you've got you've got Elizabeth Warren who's seventy, who by the way, she doesn't look seventy. She looks good. She looks good for her age. So I'll give that um to to Elizabeth Warren. I'll give that to her. You got Joe Biden. He's got dentures and you know they're they're noticeable too. He's got dentures. Um and if if I'm wrong, then I'm I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he has dentures um it just some i don't know if it's just me but sometimes i feel like i when i watch him talk it looks like it looks like a few times i've seen his his gums move around that's just me um i could be wrong but i'm i'm pretty sure i'm not bernie sanders you know 78 he you know he first of all he looks like a crazy person just with his hair and all of that um, forget, but forget his politics. Um, I, 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 I say this, I'm not, I'm, I'm just not big on things where we take people and we say, okay, you are, um, too old. You're, you're, you're too old. You just, you don't look it. And I, I gotta say, I gotta say this to Dem. I gotta say this to Democrats, you know, People who support Bernie Sanders, you can like his policies, but it's just like, look, man, Bernie's too old. Bernie's, Bernie very likely, it's very likely in 15 years, Bernie Sanders will not be around. He'll be, he'll be six feet under. I, I, I don't wish that upon him. I wish, I wish, you know, I wish people to live a long, healthy life, but let's just be real. The, the man, he's not 28. He's 78. You just, you just got to be real here. And it's like, okay, you know, so, you know, you, you're, you're writing these old, you know, these old candidates. And it's just like, that's not the way to do it because, you know, things are changing. So what you got to find, you have to, you have to find, try to find moderates who are young, who are young, have good policies. They're not. Uh, they're not crazy. They're not super far left. You know, just just find that, and we can disagree on the policy. But it's like when people, when people push for Bernie Sanders, I'm like, this man just had a heart attack on the campaign trail. He, so he so he's not even president. And 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 remember, campaign trails they are tiring. I mean, I mean, what a marathon. You're always traveling, doing interviews, you're doing press releases. 
speeches, you're memorizing stuff, you know, your staff is telling you stuff, you gotta remember that, you gotta remember something else, you gotta, you're doing interviews, you're doing so much. And here, here's another problem I had. You know, Bernie Sanders, this whole thing happened, so he got, he had the heart attack Tuesday. He had it Tuesday. He had a Tuesday evening. But here's my issue. And Tim, I'm right here with Tim Pool again. I may just, you know, I may just contact Tim Pool and just tell him, look, man, you know, we're on different parts of the political spectrum, but you and I are like spot on, like you or not spot on, but you and I are pretty much seeing things the exact same way with slight variation. I'm a communications major. He, Tim Pool said he's been in PR. When you have, and I, ha, I have friends in, I have friends in PR who study PR. When you Tuesday night, they should have said, they should have said, okay, Bernie Sanders has had a heart attack. His campaign should have just come out and said it. They should have just said, you know what? Um, unfortunately, Bernie Sanders um, has had a heart attack. He's doing well now. Um, the campaign trail, it's long, it's hard. He's 78, he's up there in age, and it just finally caught up with him. But they didn't do that. They waited till Friday, and Tim Pool was on the money here. When you, when you have a press, when you do a press release on a Friday night, that is to, that's, that's saying, okay, we came forward, but you're pretty much covering it up. You know why? Because people don't, people are do things on, people go out on the town on Friday night. They go, they go clubbing, they go, you know, they go to bed early. You know, Friday, they, they try to cover it up. They should have just come out on Tuesday, right when it happened, and said, look, this is what happened. Here's what happened with Bernie Sanders. Um, a 78-year-old man with a medical history of gout and diverticultus, divert, diverticultus, mm, don't know what that is, comes to the emergency department after developing chest discomfort while at a work function. The patient's overall clinical scenario is concerning enough that he is admitted to the hospital where interventional cardiologists urgently perform a procedure called a cardiac catheterization. When the doctors inject dye into the major coronary arteries that supply blood to the heart, they find that one of them is so severely blocked that they must repeatedly place two stents in an effort to restore normal blood flow and hope and hopefully prevent cardiac tissue around it from dying. Based on the information his campaign has released, this scenario seems to be what happened to Bernie Sanders on Tuesday night. Without a close look at Sanders' medical chart, it's impossible to make a definitive diagnosis. And I have not reviewed the details of his case. And by the way, this is from Slate.com. And I have not reviewed the details of his case other than what has been reported to the media by his campaign. But even the scant information we have that he had stents inserted overnight through following an acute cardiac episode is enough to be able to say this was very likely a heart attack. Look, man, 
They Bernie Sanders the, the campaign shouldn't have covered it up. They shouldn't. That to me that's bad leadership. It's deceptive. Um it you know, when something happens to the leader of the nation, it's important that the citizens of the nation know. It's very important. I wanna say I wanna say it was I wanna say it was Eisenhower who had a heart attack. Um he had a heart attack and I want I wanna say it was nineteen don't quote me on this. I wanna say it was nineteen fifty five, but he had a heart attack. And but and you know it's just it's just important to know the health of the leader of the nation. Whatever nation, whatever nation you're from, the leader has to be, you know, healthy. In all honesty, in all honesty, I got to be real. I don't care if it's man or a woman. I care about your policies. I care about how well you're going to represent. You're going to represent the nation. I care about your health. I care about how you look. You, you like to me. You have you have to look the part. You have to look healthy. Some of these people, I just look, I look at Bernie Sanders and I'm like, that guy is just going to tip over. He's just, he's just going to croak and he's going to die. And I, I don't want that to happen, but it's like, hey man, it's important to me that, you know, you know, that, that the leader of our nation, that the leader of our nation is good health wise. That's one of my biggest critiques on Trump. It's like Trump. Lose the gut. Lose it. Eat right. Exercise. You know, do the things that you have to do to help to help yourself make help your make your job better. Working out is so beneficial. So to me, you know, Bernie Sanders really took a hit. And it wasn't because of his politics. It was because his health and I mean, to me, this is just really, this is just really big. Um, I, I don't know if there should be, I don't know if there should be a minimum age for the president. I would say, I would say, to me, I would lower it from 35. I, I personally, I would put it at 25. I would put it at 25, but that's just me. Um, but I, I just, I, I, I'm not. I'm, when there's an older candidate, I'm just reluctant. I just am because your health. You're not. You're not 21 anymore. You're not 31. You're not 41. You know. You got. You got older guys, and it's just. Mm, no, I, I, I can't. I can't put all my faith in you. That was one of the reasons. I didn't really support Trump when he was running, primarily. You know, I went for, you know, originally for me, it was it was Marco Rubio, and then it was Ted Cruz, and then it was Trump. I and the main reason I liked following Trump was because I was like, now there's a guy who's not a politician who's just gonna say it. Just just say it. Don't just put it out there. Don't I I love that he didn't care about political correctness and he just put it out there. That's what I loved about him. But one I one of my critiques was Trump, you're up there in age. I'm not really big I'm not really big on you right now. Okay. I, I just you know you, you, when when I when I can visibly 
see, you know, your gut. It looks like he has some deficiencies in his body. Like you just see the way his eyes are, the the discoloration. I I just I I've always believed the president has to be held. It, 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 there's got to be a high mark for it. That's just me. You can disagree. You can you can call it you can call it ageist. I don't care. But to me, health matters. To me, I don't like telling people to retire. But it's like Bernie. I know you. I know you're going for this. I know you're fighting. But you you're just not the guy. You, he spent most of his life. Now, here, here's what I do like about Bernie Sanders. He spent most of his life fighting for the same thing, for pushing for the same thing. So he's been, if nothing, he's been, if nothing, he's been consistent. I give that to Bernie Sanders. But it's like Bernie, you've waited too long, and now you're up there. Last time he was running, he was 74. Now he's 78. I, I just, Bernie, you, you gotta. You you gotta retire. You just gotta retire. You you're you're tired. I and not just not just him. I would say I would I would say Bernie, uh, Biden, and just Nadler, Pelosi. Like Pelosi. Oh my God! Like some of these people, they're just so old. And it's like, why would you want to be in politics when you're that old? Don't you want to enjoy life? Politics is, they are draining. If I'm that old, I don't want to touch politics. I don't want to hear about it. So that, that, that's just my take. That's just me. Um, you know, I'm glad he's okay. That, that, to me, that's number one. But, um, Bernie is just not the guy. So if you're a Bernie supporter, um, I would, I, I would jump off, jump off the Bernie train. Find a younger, more presidential, healthier candidate that just has better policy. I'm going to say this. I like Tulsi. This, this is another place where I agree with Tim Pool. I like Tulsi Gabbard. Um, Andrew Yang, I'm not really big on, but I do like Tulsi Gabbard. The fact that she's a woman, I don't care. I don't care. Good looking woman. Young. Served her country in the military. She, she, I think, I think she's a fine candidate. I just disagree with on with her on some of her policies. But relative to some of the other candidates, like my God, I, I, I just don't know. So we'll see what happens. Um, but Bernie, Bernie Sanders, if I were in an elevator with you, I would just be like, look, man, you know, you know, I, I'm a right winger, but you know, I do commend you for your consistency. I commend you for your work. But for your sake and and for the sake of your health, you, you, you got to hang it up. You got to hang it up.